G'day, folks. It is down on the Sigma time. My gosh, it has been an absolute while. Uh, I am the coach, as always, and my co-host, a man who's been absent from the channel for months now, uh, but has been resurrected from the dead like any good Ossiak Bone Reaper when Arkham the Black's around. Uh, it is Shadow Hammer. G'day, g'day, g'day. Hey, all. Long time no see. And it's been a long time, dude. It's been a very long time. I think the last time was probably CanCon. And that was it. Did we have that practice game with your missus around? Was that before CanCon or after CanCon? That was before CanCon, and that's when she realized that this is a very addictive thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's been a good three or four months we've seen, since we've seen each other. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Sounds about right. How have you been? What's going on? What's in the world of Liam? Uh, huge life changes. One, start a new job. Actually, no, I started two new jobs, but one job is currently on hold and then i started uni so it's been doing like uni life and work life and uh yeah it's been busy um super super busy but what about you uh yeah man just working hard or hardly working depending on how you want to look at it um yeah man lots lots have happened obviously cancon we we had such an amazing weekend um yeah. we then kind of and we'll talk about this obviously in, in the topic of the show but it's been work. It's been, in, you know, fighting for survival, putting on some medieval gear and going to the shops looking for toilet paper and uh, holding yep. off the, the disease-ridden folks to get myself some pasta and some rice. But, no, man, it's been good. It's um, and obviously some changes that have happened. Um, I don't have to go around COVID, but uh, just keeping ourselves safe, keeping myself mentally and physically and emotionally. I think I think physically has been the part that struggled the most since gyms are yeah. closed. Um, and... Yeah, it's, it's I'm, I'm kind of in that like storming now norming phase where kind of life is normal and kind of settled and just in the routine of the norm. I mean, yeah. it's uncomfortable. It's still frustrating, but it's at least normal. Yeah, I understand that. Like I think when everything started locking down and stuff, like I was just like working. I was like, oh, okay, like this is normal for me currently. But then everyone else is just like, oh, like seeing people working from home and stuff, I was like, okay, this is like whole different ball game, which has been good. So yeah, it's it's been weird, hey. Like I I literally was starting to go to the gym, and then like when this whole thing happened, I was like, cool, that's definitely not happening anymore. Um, but yeah, there, there goes all your gains. Oh, so many gains! I literally legitimately though just needed to like build core strength because I have none. Um, because of me sitting on a chair for like six years thanks to my old job. So yeah, it's been good. It's been uh, good trying to get back. A lot's happened. Uh, a lot's happened in the world. Hello, everyone who's uh, joining us live on YouTube or Facebook, and good day to everyone who is joining us on replay uh on the podcast as well so uh it's great to have you guys it's been a long time since we've done this i think the last show that we did liam was uh we did the post cancon wrap up with james page and his award-winning tournament zench list um that caused a little bit of controversy pre-faq but no long story yeah. short he still deserved the victory to go six wins at cancon oh. the world's largest event still deserves recognition so Even won't take that away from jimmy like, even, no matter what, like, even if, like, they said, no, you can't play that Zench book or anything, he would have found an army and, like, did the math and been like, this is going to win CanCon. Like, that's that's James Page, like, 100%. So, yeah, I don't think it really mattered, like, if it was the FAQ or not. It was just, like, no matter what the rule states was, he was going to find a way to do well. So, 
Yeah, and I think on that show is why I had some internet issues. So technically, our last show was before CanCon with me. Yeah, actually, yeah, you dropped off. You were useless that show. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and look, lots changed, man. Like, I'm seeing some people in the chat, you know, and I, I do really feel bad. Um, some people have lost their jobs at this particular time. Uh, I know one particular person, you know, I had to cancel Adepticon this week. Oh, no, Adepticon, um, Midwest Meltdown. So I was going to America in July, but unfortunately that's not looking very good um flights kind of forced me to make a decision you know in the next week or two but i know yeah. uh when i made that post on twitter uh a few people had you know not only felt sorry for me and then told me they lost their jobs i'm like shit i've got a first world problem that i can't go to another country and play with my war dollies when people have lost their jobs their so job. I, you know, in the context of all of this, you know, I, I'm very fortunate and very lucky, and I, I do feel sorry for anyone uh, who has been put in a position where they are uh, at risk with, you know, um, with their roles or they've lost their roles. But I hope you have you land on your feet uh, and uh, you find a great opportunity as well. So I think just acknowledging that as well, um, it is tough, and this probably ties ties in nicely with the topic is that. We are all going through a really tough time right now uh, where we're not hanging out with each other. Um, yeah. We're not seeing each other. We're not being able to do the things that we, we normally do, whether it's being active, whether it's hanging out with our friends, going to nightclubs, whatever your thing is. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, being isolated uh, and it's, it's a physical isolation, hopefully not a social isolation. And um I think we've gone through a lot over the last couple of months. And I think this is the, at least what I would like out of today is um, what can someone take away from this if they are having a tough time? Um, yeah, it's, it's a crappy time, but it's like, it's the best way I can describe it at the moment. Like the best way I describe it at work today, it's just like a nightmare that will go away. Um, hopefully soon. It's not going to be here forever. So once this whole nightmare is over, um, it's just upwards from there. Um, and I think everyone's going to learn something from this as well. Like I've learned a lot and I know that I'm one of the lucky few that still is able to work. Um, even though I'm at the front lines kind of like not as like in the medical apartment, but like in a retail apartment where I'm like dealing with people every day who may or may not have it. So I have to like put through a lot of measures, but I know it's rough and I know it's tough, but um, it's the, thing that we're going to be talking about today is about like also about community. So, which we'll talk about how it's going to be helping with people coping with stuff like this. Part of a our big topic. shout out to everyone in the chat as well. You got, you know, the failed charge, we've got Ken, we've got Cinderful Gaming, we've got Autumn, we've got Deke. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we're all missing. Um, so yeah. But before we get into that topic, maybe let's acknowledge what's actually happened over the last couple of months. And is there anything that's excited you, anything that's big that's happened in your world? Um, are you excited about any of the, the recent reveals that Games Workshop has put out? Uh, I know we've got one coming in the next couple of days as well, so um, I'm looking forward to that one. I think the one thing I'm lucky, like super excited about is the Doors of Cain Warband. Those models are epic. Um, and also I'm excited for this rumor engine of an Ozzyk Bone Reaper axe that was posted, I'm trying to find the date, that was posted March 31st. Yeah, okay. March 31st. That looked awesome. Um, I am not a fan of the Luminef, but I know other people are. So that's I'm excited to see how they play on the table. That's what I'm excited about, to see how they work. Get a War um, Machine, friend, uh, MB. We've got a lot of cool people in the chat, by the way. So what's happened? So what have we had? So uh, we've had some re releases or at least some reveals. We've had the Luminef. We've yeah. had the uh, Sons of Behemoth. We've had yeah. a reveal of the Daughters of Cain Warband. 
the yeah. Underworld brand. We've had yeah. a rumor mill that looks like an Ossiarch Bone Reaper, and this week we had what looked like a Stormcast, uh, or at least some form of Comet that is related to something in order. Yeah, I uh, I reckon that is a Witch Hunter chamber, but don't quote me on that, but that's what I'm kind of hoping it is. It'll be awesome to see like a whole thing about killing wizards. I think that'll be really cool. Since this whole edition, like AOS 2.0 has all been about magic. So we can cool see some. By the way, I think I said Behemoth. It's actually Behemoth. So uh, apologies to the AOS linguists out there. Um, uh, I don't know what to say. Uh, I'm sure the Gargans will stop me if uh, if I do that again. But we've um, had a lot of cool stuff that's been released. Uh, we've always had the Seraphon Battle Tome as well that's come out and been FAQ'd. Uh, Bastillodons are the hotness in that book, or at least one of yeah. the Yeah. Like, that yeah also salamanders i think are legit i saw darren watson is building out a list that will include the boatman to take his salamanders around the board which is scary as all hell um that man is on another level okay yeah <laughs> i okay yeah i'm i just when i read the rules for the salamanders i was like cool 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 um that's cool um, um but yeah um I'm kind of sad though, because the Seraphim book literally came out and then like a week and a bit later, it's like lockdown. So like, I haven't been able to have any practice games with like against them to see like how they actually play. But so at the moment, just currently just theoring it out, working out um, like when this is all over, turn up to the table and just learn what I've missed out. So yeah. Well, it's but, been yes. interesting because I've watched this week, probably two or three battle reports on so a lot of people in Age of Sigma, this is probably something that we haven't talked about as well, is um, there's a game on Steam. Uh, it's a computer computer game called um, Tabletop Simulator that has been yep. used to play different games all over the world, various games, and some crazy people on crack who have built an Age of Sigma mod, mod, mod that yep. allows them to actually play. So people have gone out there and built um, uh, the different scenarios with the mission packs, with, you know, where the oh, objectives are different armies, the endless spells, the war scrolls. Um, it's pretty crazy. And um, I saw two games of of, uh, Zench, uh, of Seraphon this week. One was against Zench. One was against maybe it was Daughters of Cain. Um, yeah. But in action, it was uh, a gentleman who's actually going to be on my faction focus this week, um, Cameron King, uh, absolutely annihilating with some of the, the list tech that's coming out of Seraphon. So, um, and I don't, I don't think he's been using a Bastilodon, which is funnily enough. He's not using a Bastilodon, or he is using Bastilodon? He's had some Ripidactors or some Pterodons. He's had Pterodons are awesome. I had a couple of skinks, I think maybe some chameleon skinks to to hide on the um, the, the terrain piece to give them, you know, a really sexy buff. And, um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think he's had any Bastilodons. Yeah, see, like, for what I've been doing online is playing the Underworlds online, which has been cool. Like that, like I think when Underworlds first came out, I loved that game. And then as the game progressed, it was just so many cards. So the fact that it's like been online, it's been good just to kick back and just get that fix. Um, so yeah, but I definitely need to jump on Tabletop Simulator. I've been hearing some good things about it, especially during these times that we have. 
Yeah, I've set, I've set mine up and um, one of the gentlemen uh, in my Discord, Rocco, is going to teach me this weekend on how to actually... So I've built out my team. I've got my my mods in. So I built out my Gloom Spike Git army um, yep. and he's actually going to teach me the fundamental mechanics of the game. So uh, it'll be a nice way to kind of... And we can talk more about this in the show, but it'll be, it's a nice way to play around and connect in Age of Sigma without yep. physically being at the table. And um, given we don't know how long we're going to be away from... Um, it might be something that's going to help us, at least in the middle ground. It's not going to 100% re uh, replace Age of Sigma tabletop, but it's a nice replacement if this lockdown is going to be for a while. Yeah, like I, yeah, it's just pretty much coping, pretty much to get that fix that we need with the plastic crack. But yeah, but I'm just trying to think if there's any other news, but I think the big one is just the high elves. The Lumineth? Yeah, I think that's the big one that's coming out. And like, you know, we had that video, we had uh, the three different Gargans that had got shown off. Oh, yeah, 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 we got those. No doubt, probably this weekend, they might actually show some of the models, um, say, showing off the Kraken, the Siege and the Siege Breaker, and there was like three different ones. So I think that could be really cool. Um, I know I've already got three Gargans that should be on the way this week or next week. Um, I even Just got my old. My old gargant that used to come from the Dogs of War, the guy with the big rock, he'll be being brought into the army. Old school. Freaking love it. OG. When when Rob Sons goes out there and says, I've always been a gargant player, I can at least say, yeah, I've owned a couple of gargants before this. So I'm not I'm not such a, ch a filth chaser. Yes, I, I, I'm a Hello Heart player from the past. I've got like three Hurricanes up there, a whole bunch of wizards. Uh, I'm not a bandwagoner. Where am I? Yeah, I'm a bandwagoner. No. Um, okay. We've had yeah. a lot of cool stuff. A lot of, a lot of stuff's happened. Um, I think, you know, fundamentally we've had a lot of changes, a lot of cool stuff. Um, we've had things like Adepticon cancelled. We've had South Coast GT cancelled. Um, I know C's been cancelled. Um, I think I was really fortunate to play at the last Age of Sigmar event in the world, or at least around that time, which was uh, SAGT. Uh, the world kind of started to collapse and started kind of going to lockdown after mid-March. Um, holy wow, look at the chat. They're going crazy. People are loving the Gargans. And um, some people are painting six Gargans uh, and they're talking about how amazing Tabletop Simulator is. Um, I might put in the channel description, there's a uh, maybe like an instruction guide that I got given that I'll happily share for people if they want to jump on a Tabletop Sim. Uh, and yeah, I might, I might jump on that after this to set up my Doors of Cain list. But, um, you pay, you pay like 15, 20 bucks. Um, you've got to pay for the, the game tabletop simulator. But then yeah. once you've got the game, the mods are free and you just plug in the mods for the different scenarios, the different yeah. tables, the, the different armies that you've got. And then you kind of build out through the mods. So, okay. Um, we're all kind of learning together and people so are putting like, up that. So it's a very modular game format. It looks really? and feels like Age of Sigma. It truly does. Um, the first game or two might take you an extra hour or so, but you are learning a new mechanic. But once you've kind of got the mechanics down, you know, you can move things around pretty easily. Uh, it kind of speeds up a little bit as well. The dice are kind of built in. It's 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 good. It is good. I'll, uh, you know, fully acknowledge that it is, it is good and it's going to help us get, um, uh, continue being positive. Yeah, sick. I, yeah, I'm keen to check it out. I just haven't yeah. played a game since... The week after CanCon, I had like I think it was with Chris Welfare, and it was from Mortally Wounded, and I think it was my ECC list that I was supposed to take in August, 
and that was it. Like, and after I kid you not, after that game, I literally bought the model I needed for my ETC list, and then now I'm, I'm now just starting a new army. I want to call out Deke's comment here, and it's a nice little segue. And he's asked, and he's mentioned that it's the best time to do real hobby. Um, and I, I, I've actually kind of looked at this time and, and said, look, I can't buy anything really new. A lot of the stores are closed. Um, I can't really get a lot of product. So I've been doing a lot of hobby uh, in attempt to kind of clear out the gray and try to paint up projects that I haven't touched for a while. I know with, with the topics around burnout as well. So maybe I'll throw it over to you first. How are you going with your hobby since CanCon? Where are you at? Um, have you done anything? Or are you truly in this burnout phase? Uh, I got burnt out the week before CanCon. So I don't know if anyone uh, spoke to me during CanCon about it, but I stopped painting my army for CanCon like three or four days beforehand um, due to health issues where my whole right side um, got super stiff where I couldn't actually sit down and paint anymore. Um, so I actually had to borrow 20 more tech guard for my list because that was all I had to finish the paint, but I just couldn't even finish painting the shields and everything because I was in so much pain. I even got my girlfriend to like do like um, the finishing of, of the basing and stuff um, just because I couldn't sit down anymore. And then after that, after CanCon, didn't touch a brush, haven't touched a brush still, haven't built a model. But what I have been doing and what's been helping me is talking to people who have been hobbying or who have been playing games or who've been working on stuff. Been talking to them about lists, ideas, um, rec group, Discord, WhatsApp and everything um, just to keep me motivated being like, okay, when I do have the spare time, I can do it. So really I haven't done anything, um, but I do want to um, get it, like get onto it. So yeah, like really want to start a new army and then also work on a current one. Well, it's an interesting journey. And before I, I, I kind of retort to what you just said, I just want to highlight what Autumn has mentioned when it comes to Tabletop Simulator as well. And by the way, they're not a sponsor. I get no money from this. I just truly believe this is a good, this is actually a really good product. But Autumn was mentioning, and uh, I got to witness this game where Autumn played uh, a gentleman in uh, America called Rocco, and Autumn is in Spain. So it was pretty amazing to watch um, live someone in Spain play someone in in like the in America, um, which is an opportunity that is is, is so rare. So um, yeah. that, that was super interesting to me as well. Um, but um, so what have I done? I guess from a hobby point of view, um, so I set myself a few goals um, and I've tried to to kind of keep myself motivated. Um, I had a whole bunch of stuff I wanted to buy. Um, I was planning on buying Blood Bowl. Um, I've started playing the Blood Bowl video game, which has and, been really yeah. cool, really cool. Um, I've had to play some people um, over the internet, which was great, but I actually got really into it. And I was talking to Dan Brewer about it, and I said, look, I'm going to buy from Games Workshop the, the you know, literally the day that they, they closed. Closed, um, yeah. They closed on the Tuesday, and Games Workshop opens up in a Wednesday in my area, and I couldn't buy it. So I'm like, right, you know, instead of getting frustrated and I can't buy Blood Bowl, what am I going to do? And um, I've set myself a challenge that I'm going to paint all of my uh, endless spells before Games Workshop is meant to open back, which is the 2nd of May. So I've set myself a like an endless spell challenge, and I've got about 10 endless spells I need to – I've never used, like the Maelstrom, the uh, the Grave Tide, I, uh, yeah. some of the stuff from Forbidden Power I'm just never touching, and it sat there in my cupboard for like two years. Yeah. Um, I've had like 140 flagellants sitting there built ready to go. And then the moment they got pulled from the cities of Sigma, um, I got really demotivated 
but I'm like, I'm going to paint these flagellates. Um, yeah. So I'm contrasting the hell out of them. Um, and I'm trying to kind of catch up to my, you know, I built my lot of change. It's been sitting in my box for a while. Three years ago, I bought a uh, Forge World model called the um, Incarnated Elemental of, of Fire. I remember big, this. Yeah. I remember this. You found a loophole. I remember this. The secret list tech where basically uh, it's a destruction model, but it could be summoned by a fire mage that was sitting in the cities of, well, the, the battle mage of Cities of Sigma, formerly uh, Collegiate well, Arcane. Yeah, Collegiate Arcanum. I remember this. And you had a battalion idea. I remember I had, a, I had secret list tech. I was going to summon this, uh, this free destruction model in an order army. Um, and then it all changed and I couldn't do it anymore. I think you were I think you were thinking about that nine months before like summoning was free. I remember like Yes, 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 because I couldn't do it because summoning points were were, were stuck to um the Grand Alliance. So I couldn't use yeah. summoning points to bring in a destruction model, but then it all got changed and then it stopped me. But anyway, it sat there for like three years. I built it, I'm gonna prime it, I'm gonna paint it. Um just trying to clear the backlog. Um yeah. so that when Sons of uh, Behemoth come out, um, when all this new cool stuff comes out, I won't have any guilt that I can go out and buy some cool stuff because I've kind of cleared out as much of the gray as possible. Yeah, I think that's a good option. Like I myself, I should be doing that, but right now I've been very like, I don't know, I just want to start something new. Like I really want to go back to Daughters. Um because I remember you and I, we chatted about me going back to Daughters like a year ago. And you told me to like look at, because like, I used to run, for anyone who didn't know this, I used to run 90 Witch Elves. I was that guy. I made so many friends, like, so many. And You're then, popular, um, guy, popular, always. Um, a kitty not made zero friends. Um, and it was Hagnar, everything. And I remember you said to me, like, look at doing an army, but you didn't do before. So that was like super snake heavy. So at the moment, I've been writing lists to do that. So I can just kind of like be excited, but like technically, even though I've done Daughters before, but it's still like a new army. Um, but yeah, like my plus, I think I cleared up most of my gray plastic when I sold stuff to fund for OBR. Yeah, I've still, I've still got myself an entity in there that, uh, that I was, that I was going to do until City's book came out, come out that, that week. You could, you could still do them. They can just be part of Living City. Yeah. Look, let's get into the real topic. I think we're kind of like dancing around the topic. You know, uh, Wes Horace has said Blood Bowl sick. Absolutely. Uh, I'd love to talk a little bit more about Blood Bowl and side games um, that, that are helping at least me stay out of a, a hobby burnout. Um, you know, Deke, Deke um, has mentioned, you know, things like audio books, which has been awesome as well. Um, thankfully, Games Workshop's been putting out these like 99p audio books, um, yeah. which has been awesome. Um, so Liam, you, you wanted to pick this topic. You came to me with this topic around hobby burnout. So can you set the scene? Let's start this legit topic. Let's dig into it. And, um, and let's try to find some ways to get ourselves out of this hobby burnout, um, or some yeah. ideas for people who are struggling. Yeah. So pretty much this topic came about literally near the end of CanCon where I, myself, uh, as I said, got it like pretty much kind of like injured myself just when sitting down too much painting because I was painting like seven days straight or like, you know, 14 days straight and completely stuffed it up and it just burnt me out a little bit. Like painting like 
30 Morte guard killed me. Like I was over it. Um, and it burnt me out, like burnt me out hardcore to the point where I kind of didn't get excited about CanCon for a bit. Like I was like, I don't really want to go cause I'm just burnt out and I don't really want to do it. And then, um, luckily my girlfriend is super supportive and she says, you better go because you've already spent like all this time doing this. I was like, okay, fair call. And I'm had a great time at CanCon. Awesome time. Oh, it's always, um, and then I realized that, like, I know that so many other people will be the same where like you've just rushed an army or you have uh, been super busy with work and then you just paint straight away at home. And then you just kind of like, you just burn yourself out where you lose energy to do anything like that. Or like you just lose motivation. Um, like you decided to start a new army where it's like 30 or 60 witch elves and you realize you have to paint them in like a month and a half and you just burn yourself out. So I know that like a few people would go through this and I think you went to your discord and we realized that a fair few people went through the same thing. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and I, I might set my, you know, add my two cents to what you've just said. So for anyone who's not in Australia or New Zealand, you know, CanCon is our Mecca. It is the, the holy weekend that, that Age of Sigma players come together in our nation's capital. It is the world's largest Age of Sigma event. It was 240 players registered. I think it ended at 119, so 219. Um, it's the biggest event in the world. Um, we got we had play people like Joe Pagano come from uh, America. We had some uh, Scottish people come over, some New Zealand people come over. Um, and because it's such a big event, um, we all start preparing for CanCon June, July, August, September kind of time. So we all start thinking about and preparing up till CanCon, which is the late, late January. Yeah, It's on our Australia Day national holiday. But we, we, we work on our armies and often people do a new year, new army for CanCon. They want to debut their new paint scheme, their new battle of their um, board, their um, display board. They want to demonstrate their, their terrain pieces. Uh, they want to play new armies. And they put a lot of focus and love in this CanCon, and then they get to reap the rewards in 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 February and March and April and all the other events that kind of follow along. Um, we had Summer Smash in February. We had SAGT in Sweet. March. We were meant to have um, Anzac Cup and Briz Hammer in uh-huh. April. Sydney Slaughter in June. You know, there's all these events that kind of roll on, and CanCon starts our t- tournament year, and then you know there's all these events that lead up to the next CanCon. And and what was really interesting is that, you know, you work your ass off yeah. and then it's like, I'm going to reap the rewards and then the world kind of collapsed. Yeah. Um, and for some people like me, you know, I use tournaments as a deadline to build and paint and practice. Yeah. Um, you know, SAGI T or SAGT, I built um, some two, two steam tank gun haulers. Um, so I built and painted them and I was building up some uh, KO halfling so i had some engine yeah. riggers that i kit bashed with the blood bowl halflings and they were all kind of in preparation for tournaments and now that there's this deadline gone it's like why bother what i do yeah what, what why should i what's the motivation for me to pick up the paintbrush why yeah. should i paint there's no goal there's no you know like and some of these things can be really draining um some of these things are very you know tactical so very detailed um and it's like there's the, like-, like the motivation disappears right yeah, so like I I lost my motivation halfway through because it was just like burning me out. And as you said, like I use tournaments as a deadline. Like I always have used it as a deadline. Like if I wanted to try a new list, a new thing, let's just say I wanted to paint like an extra 10 more tech for a list, I would just be like, cool, let's do it for um 
Briz Hammer or Anza Cup, and I would just be like, cool, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And then, like, if the event's not there, you just don't do it. And that's, and then since during these times, since there's no events, there's been parts where it's like, what's the point of hobbying during this time? Like, for me at the moment, like, I'm a competitive player. So, like, I'm like, there's no event or anything. I don't really need to. But recently, my mind has changed because, and as we'll talk about soon, um, cause we talked about how, um, some people are a bit down, but they can't travel. Like, you know, we took you and I, before the show, we talked about how we can't travel, but we also decided to say like, Hey, look at this way. This gives us some time to save up money to do that trip that we want to do. So yeah. like, so like, so, during, so, so oh, this it? is the right time to start doing that army that you wanted to do and do a kick-ass job of it. If that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. You know, I, I, we, we were talking, I can't remember if I mentioned it on this show yet or not, but I'd canceled Midwest meltdown. So I was meant to yeah. go to America in July. Um, right. I had, uh, I was going to be playing with Mr. Mephisto uh, in the teams tournament on the Friday. Um, I was, I grudged uh, a gentleman by the name of Warsoren, which is, he's an awesome mad lad. Um, he was going to be my round one game. Uh, yeah. Before that, I was going to go play a battle report with re-rolling ones in Seattle. Yeah. Um, I was lining up stuff with like two plus Duff Dog, you know, there's all this stuff that was happening for July. Um, and then this kind of all happened, right? And I, I, want, I want to be mindful that I don't paint because of tournaments. And, you know, A. Huey uh, in the chat made a really good comment that, you know, he tries to or he refuses to paint for the tournament rush. Um, yeah. I'm not a tournament rush guy. I'm not going to be painting, you know, the morning of the tournament. But it's a nice way to at least motivate yourself or kind of keep yourself on the hook with a deadline to say, I have to do this in the next four weeks, six weeks, two weeks, um, yeah. as opposed to like rushing and doing a really bad job. But I think without that that internal or that external pressure, it, you need to find it from within. Yeah. You need to find your own motivation. And, you know, Deke, Deke was mentioning earlier uh, in the chat that, you know, the audio books are a, a great way not only to entertain yourself but to keep the inspiration juices flowing. Um, yeah. You know, Cinderfall Gaming was talking about, you know, the, the, the community and the connectedness from the likes of the Skypes and the Discords to keep yourself kind of positive and motivated. And I think there's a lot of tactics and insights that we can talk about here that have helped us out of it. Or, yeah. or, or or keep our head above the the hobby waters. Yeah, exactly. Like I, like my gaming group, Clan Filth. I have Ben Spinetti who's posting up some awesome stuff with his KO, and then you have Ash who's now smashed out. I think three types of like I'd say armies, but like they could be war bands, like like war band armies. He's like finished two now due to isolation and stuff. So seeing that stuff is kind of like motivating me to be like, okay, like this is the time to start doing some. Even though I'm not isolated, like I'm still out going for work, but like due to there's no events or anything, I should still be hobbying. Like I still should be acting like I have a deadline. Well, it's interesting because that's when I've said, screw it. Um, one of my hobby goals right now is to paint those 140 flagellants that have been sitting in my desk because I don't have that deadline. I don't yeah. need to find a way to answer the meta. And I don't have to think, I don't have to think about OBR and Zench and Seraphon and I'm buying and painting in preparation to do well at a tournament. I can look at my hobby desk and say, you know what? I've had this lot of change sitting there for a while. Or you yeah. know what? I haven't touched those Shadespire uh, warbands for a while. Um, I'm going to paint that up. And yeah. 
it allows me, and, you know, Andrew Grixty here has made a really good comment that he um, has done more hobby in the last two weeks than he has done in 20 years because he can start thinking about things a little bit differently. I'm sure Andrew has his own ideas, but um, I guess it's the way we use this. But at the same yeah. time, there's a lot of external people out there saying, you know, putting pressure on us, like, you've got to learn a new skill. You've got to be super proactive. Um, and, and and that can be not helpful. Yeah. Like, I, I've had people come into my work buying pianos and stuff because they want to learn a piano just to keep their mind busy. But, like, I've been like, oh, like, I have other mates, though. Like, one of my good mates, Robbie, who doesn't really play the game, but he enjoys painting. He wants to learn. He's like, since this isolation, I want to learn um, non-metallic metal. So like he's been using this time to like improve his painting and learning his skill where he's like, I've always wanted to know how to do this. So he's gone off and done it. And he goes through burnout all the time. Like he was painting a whole bunch of iron drawers because he really wanted to learn how to play the game. He got it, most of it done, but he just got burnt out. And then now he's just like, cool, t- took a burnout break, got back into it. Now he just wants to learn a new skill due to this whole isolation thing. So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great um, things that I'll come back to in the chat very soon. But you were someone who went through hobby burnout. I I found ways to keep myself out of hobby burnout. I don't feel like I got to a point where I didn't want to touch a paintbrush. Um, I've kind of kept myself busy in different ways. But yeah. before we kind of get to the burnout part, I want to know, like, how did you know that you, you hit, hit the wall? Now, what were those signs that you recognized in yourself or others recognized in you that that you realized that you are in this this state that isn't you? Um, I didn't want to talk about Warhammer for about two and a half weeks. Like Which is crazy because you always respond to me and you're always throwing you know various list ideas at me and, and secret tech and uh you're yeah. always throwing crazy stuff to me on Facebook Messenger. Yeah, I don't want to talk about Warhammer for like two and a half weeks. Like I just didn't. Like I came back from CanCon and I kid you not, didn't touch Azir, didn't touch War Scrolls, didn't even look. I didn't even look at Warhammer community for new like for news. Like I didn't like. I'm the guy that wakes up first thing in the morning on a Monday to see what's on the pre-orders for next week. Like that was like my routine. Like every Monday, boom, get it done. And then now it's just like, like it, I knew it was bad when I was like I have no interest of what's going on. Like I have just didn't care like it was that's when i knew i had it burnt out and i was just like what's going on kind of thing like i and part of it for me was like my experience of cancon for what happened to me during the event like i had a pretty like had a good time socially but games wise and what happened during my games i didn't have a good time um so i got really turned off of what happened then I think I spoke to you during the event and you knew some of the stuff that I was going through with most of my games where um you Sunday going... strippers. That I didn't forget about I didn't forget, forget I didn't forget about bunny ears. Sam yeah. Morgan would not let me forget about that. Um, yeah, she was great. But anyway, but, kind of, but that, but that <laughs> anyway. shows that you would hit burnout before CanCon, right? Yeah. And, I hit... and I'm sure that there were things that led into CanCon that because you would hit a, a state of burnout that maybe, you know, if you had your time again or you weren't in that mood, things may have been a little bit different. But, yes, yes, yeah. there were some things that happened and some lols that I had, might have had from the side. Yeah, it was one of the things where, like, I had, like, it was one of the things where, as we talked about, like, in one of our shows, like, with mental health and stuff, it was one of those things where, like, what happened to me during some of those games, I was, like, very down about it. Like, I was very, like, this 
is it me? This shouldn't be happening to me. Like what's going on? And it kind of like, it really turned me off with the game. Like I think, I think it was like by game three, even though I won game three, I was, I wanted to like, just stop playing. Like I was not interested, but I didn't want to do that to Clint being like, by the way, I drop out. So I just was like, cool, let's keep going. Um, and like, yeah, it was just, it was really rough for me. And then came back home and you have everyone being like, Oh, I want to try this army. I want to try that army. And I was like, I have no interest in talking about Warhammer. Like I, I want to talk about video games. I want to talk about what I'm doing for my study. I want to talk about my new job kind of thing. And I kid you not, like I literally called up my girlfriend and being like, Hey, can we just like sit and just watch movies for the next like three or four days? Cause I have, she's like, Oh, don't you want to like paint or do hobby? I'm like, no, nah, I have no interest in that. And she was like, right. So even she knew something was like, was up and she tried to push me to do something. She's like, why don't you just like build something? Why don't you like, no, I was just like, I have no interest currently at the moment. And yeah, it got that bad where I just was like, I had no interest in it. And then, yeah, then it sparked up again, thanks to a certain discord chat and uh, a hobby chat. So yeah, which has um, been good. But yes, yeah, absolutely. And um there are probably people who are listening right now who are feeling that right now. Yeah. Um, they're probably looking at the social pressures of, you know, people on Twitter and Instagram sharing all their wonderful work in progress. And look at me, I've learned um, OSL or non-metallic metal. metal. And they're probably sitting here going, I haven't touched a paintbrush in three weeks. Yeah. I, I've been looking at this kit and I want to build it. I just can't be asked. Um, I, so there are people I, even outside of CanCon who are feeling that right now saying, I'm not going to bother. And I, I kid you not. I have Catacross, like literally in box still, like the coolest, one of the coolest Aussie like, Bone Reaper models in box still in my display cabinet. Like I want to build him. I want to paint him. He's there. Like I know I want to do him, but um, it's motivating me to do it. Like I'm looking at that box right now being like, I really want to crack it open right now and just like open it. It's just been trying to get it going. But four yeah. weeks ago, you would have looked at Catacross and you probably wouldn't have even, like, glanced at it or you would have just looked at it, felt no emotion and would have just turned a blind eye, even though yeah. that is such an amazing model. Yeah, I literally would just be like, cool. Like, yeah, it's it's been one of those things where, like, yeah, it got that bad. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, obviously, you know, we can dwell on the on, on, on the, the negativity and, um, you know, things are challenging and it's tough and uh, there are priorities outside of the hobby. But at the same time, we all came to the hobby for a reason, whether it's for social interaction, whether it um, and, and look, I'm not a Witcher guy, but there was some some famous, super awesome dude, the Witcher guy who has put Twitter or Instagram in meltdown because he was painting a. Do you uh, actually know it? Do you actually not know his name? No, which 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 a man? He's also Superman. I, I'm a I'm a Marvel guy. I, I want nothing to do with DC. His, um, his name's something Cavill. I'm trying to remember. It's Henry Cavill or something. I think it is. All right. I'm sure I'm going to get blasted he's, he's for this. It's a pretty big like, deal. It's a pretty big deal. All right. Well, I don't know him. I don't personally know him. I don't watch Witcher. I watched it for like half an episode. But the point is is that, you know, reading his comments, he was talking about the soothing and calming effects of sitting down and painting a model. Uh, yeah. Henry, his name. And Henry Cavill. Does say Harry? I don't know what you said, but you'll get. But I'm copying his name in the chat nonstop now. So Henry Cavill. Uh, but he was. He was. You know. He he he's blown up Twitter and Instagram, and I've seen so many blogs about him from various sites. 
that they've called this thing up called Warhammer, which is somewhat a way to new, learn a new skill, to calm yourself, to focus, to do a distraction that is outside of whatever life's issues are. Um, and Games Workshop stocks went through the roof. <laughs> And, yeah, their stock went through the roof, even though they've stopped trade, right? But, yeah. but yes, yes, they're, they're still going with his name. Yes, Henry Cavill. Yes, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I'm going to have to go learn this now. But the point is, is what, that what you um, need to do is actually watch a show. <laughs> I'm not watching Superman. He's like the boringest no, superhero no, in the world. No, no, The Witcher. And it's I've really watched good. Witcher once, and I didn't get it. I, I didn't play the video game, so I don't get it. I'm like, this is bizarre. I didn't even Where, play the video game and I understood it. You have to watch the whole season to understand it. Not wasting. No. Yeah, it's really no. good. The Tiger whole King is where I'm at. Tiger no. King is where I'm at. I'll watch it's that again. way better than the Tiger King. The whole chat will tell you right now that it's better than the Tiger King. Anyways, right. um, right. keep going. Uh, so, yeah, so he, uh, he blew up Twitter. He blew up the internet. Ah, uh, but also, also, Cinderful Games made a really good comment as well. There's a wrestler called Shayna Baszler as well who's been posting some stuff about corn. Uh, which is also like yes, I saw this. There yeah, wrestlers yeah. Who were like for the blood of corn. It was huge. Yeah. But like you, know, you're not a wrestling fan, and you know Shayna Baszler. So I don't know the story, name, but I saw the tweet. Long story short, there's a lot going on. We have a hobby. The hobby is enjoyable, and we've all come to the hobby for different reasons. So yeah. I guess you know, like using the 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 time we have, whether it's going to be half an hour, an hour, seven hours, um, we're going to talk. Let's let's talk about ways that we've kind of got out of our funk or maybe, you know, kept ourselves motivated in this challenging time. Um, and it's been interesting, right? It's been super interesting. So maybe we'll start with you for someone who who actually got out of his funk. How have you started? Like what what worked? You started talking about the, about the Discord. Like talk to yeah. me about that Discord experience. So some guy called uh, Anthony invited me to his Discord chat. And I kid you not, if you're not part of it, I'm sure he has it linked on his Twitter and stuff. He, it's super supportive. Like I have never seen so much people in different levels, like beginner, immediate, experienced hobbyists, just talking about lists, hobby, like a whole bunch of random stuff. Like I, who was it that um, got me back into daughters? There was one of you guys who were like just nonstop talking was it, about daughters. Was it Autumn? Autumn. Autumn is in the chat right now. Kitty not started seeing um their comments and everything in the Discord, being like, "Yeah, this is what I've been doing with like thing." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! I love what you're thinking." I think they were talking about Scourge Runner chariots, and I was like, yeah. "That's like I would literally say like that fills a hole, like that literally fills a hole," and um that got me really excited and seeing some people like working on some stuff. And I think one, I think it was the same person who did no different person did some conversions of some daughters, and I was like, "Yeah, sick! Like this is really cool." um and that got me really excited like heaps and then um yeah autumn cheers for that and then we got um and then my clan filth chat um i left the clan filth chat like uh, after cancon and then i got invited back and then those guys started getting me hyped up again like chris welfare got me hyped up again uh big time being like yeah let's think about this and this and this like sending me lists and i was like yeah this is sick um so that really helped out heaps that chat there um just talking to people again just re-sparking that like thing like i was talking i had the etc chat going on at the same time but that was very much like talking about competitive list builds and stuff and like that got me reminding me, like i have etc but it didn't get me going like i need to paint this i need to paint that it got me like oh i just need to get catacross so i bought catacross and didn't think anything of it 
So, so maybe, yeah. maybe the point there, we'll pause this point for a second, is the importance of community. So um, whether it's a Facebook group, whether it's a Discord, um, and, you know, that that was unplanned, by the way. It's not like I'm trying to spruik the Discord. There are lots of cool Discords out there. There's WhatsApp groups. There are Twitter. There is Instagram. There is Reddit. There is um, There are so many places that you can chat um uh, you know like a gaming group facebook messenger or, or whatever it might be right and i guess what i'm hearing from you liam is the importance of of while you're physically isolated not being socially isolated yeah. to keeping yourself in conversations um talking about the fun stuff it might not be the most competitive stuff but but in this kind of downtime it's like i want to run snakes i want to do flagellants What's what's that list look like with five bloodthirsters? Just, um, just to let everyone know, twenty snakes is competitive. It's it's not fluffy. <laughs> it's it's no, it's not fluffy. But at the same time, it's not like you're building for a tournament coming up, and you know you you, you know you're deep diving into this analysis. It's yeah. more about f you're removing the pressure a little bit to have a bit of fun. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent. You know, things like Sylvaneth, right, you know, like playing around, thinking about, you know, what would Sylvaneth look like and, you know, maybe running three Durthus around, who knows. But um, the, the the Discord for me has been important because um, we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff. You know, people are sharing photos of their dogs, their food. People are chatting about lists. They're sharing hobby progress um, and randomly have, setting up. Do we have like, one about music and stuff? Like we have like a whole other people, one. People sharing songs, uh, people talking about wrestling. I'm a massive wrestling fan. So we talked about, you know, WrestleMania and all like some of these documentaries about um, Chris Benoit. Um, there's people, stuff, stuff that's going on and it's keeping us socially connected without having to physically be at a tournament. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's just been one of those things where that's helped me out heaps. Like, constantly been helping out um it's just like for me right like i've realized that one of the great and things with some social groups like with some of the whatsapp chats and everything like sometimes you just forget about them and then when you decide to go back into them you start scrolling and just catching up and stuff and reading on some stuff it's been good it's been really really good so i guess find your space whether it's a discord yeah. whether it's a facebook group whether it's your regular gaming crew you know, if you if you are a part of a gaming crew or a, a local gaming store, um, I, I've seen one of the local gaming stores. One of the, the members just set up a little Discord because obviously they used to hang out on a Thursday and paint and play. But now that they can't do that, they're doing their own little mini chat. So find your community, take doing, the initiative to create one. They're doing um, I think I know the gaming group. They're doing Zoom meetings, doing Zoom hobby meetings, Zoom so Skype. Yeah, it's been, it's, there's technology there for social. Like, I remember you and I, we decided, like, I decided, to, like, I was doing a, I wasn't even doing hobby. I was doing a uni assessment. I did a uni assessment and I jumped on the voice chat on Discord. And everyone's like, what are you doing? Like, what are you hobbying? I'm like, I'm not hobbying. I'm just doing my uni assessment, but I want to talk Warhammer while I'm, like, like, that got me excited again, being like, oh, even though I don't have time to actually paint, but being able to, like, go into, like, a voice chat or something like or a social thing be able to do my what i have to do for my life like my uni work and then talk about my hobby at the same time it's been really good yeah there's a guy in my chat called buckets he um is often in the in the chat here as well but he's yeah. he's often setting up discord chats and dreamer uh, uh cameron in here as well 
um, they'll just jump in the audio and if you're free, you know, they'll just come talk shop. And um, often with the guys who are in, in America or in, in Europe, um, they'll be finishing the work for the day and I'll be at work, but I'll still jump in that voice call just to chat with them and, you know, stay connected. Even though I'm working from home, I was doing this, you guys couldn't see me, but I was pretending to be typing. But I, I, I would chat with them and, again, just keeps me connected, keeps me entertained and keeps me uh, grounded uh, while I'm working from home, very disconnected as well. Um, so that's, I think, community is important. Yeah. Uh, as as Sean said, technology. Use, use it. it. I like that. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, honestly, the community has just been, like, helping me out with it, and now I'm excited about new hobby projects. And, like, I kid you not, probably after we finish this episode, I'll probably start Catacross or I'll probably start my daughters. Yeah, awesome. Um, I'm going to call ahead. out something that MB said here, and he said his local's doing a, uh, a Blood Bowl League. So I've been playing a bunch of other games outside of Age of Sigma. Obviously, I can't play physical games. Yeah. Um, but, you know, being being playing things like Blood Bowl, you mentioned um, Warhammer Online, uh, sorry, Warhammer. Underworld Online. Um, yes. I know people playing tabletop sim um call of duty there's lots of other cool games you can still play with community members um not yeah, necessarily like, having to be sigma like i got so me and kenny right kenny's in the chat me and kenny have never played a game of aos right he lives in queensland or like he lives north of new south Wales or queensland yeah double checking he's up north. he's up north he's up north he's up north and um Kidding not, like two or three nights ago, I hit him up being like, hey, do you want to play Underworlds Online? We have not played a game of AOS at all. We played around, we played like six rounds of, no, four or five rounds of Underworlds. And like, just like, just casually just talked about life, casually talked about like what we've been working on, hobby. Like he told me about this amazing idea that he wants to do for a corn army, which apparently you don't approve, but we'll talk about that later. He, he yeah, sends like, me crazy list tech. Like he sent he, me an army with like five units or six units of Shadow Warriors. I'm like, what? What are you doing, Kenny? Well, apparently he wants to paint his corn army yellow, like golden demon. I think that's the most genius idea ever. But um, anyways, but like we got to talk about that. And that was kind of cool that we're like, I'm not playing AOS, but I'm playing a Warhammer game or something online with someone who I haven't actually even had a proper game with, which I would love to still. Um, but I got to like, and that again, back there, just talking to someone from the community really got me like excited about doing some hobby. I couldn't do hobby straight after the online game because we played till like midnight, but yeah, it was good. Well, Cameron slash Dreamer and I have been playing a bit of Blood Bowl together, which has been really cool. Um, I can see Marek Wolf has been, you know, playing a bit of Mordheim as well. So there's a Mordheim game. Um, there's, you know, there's the uh, the Total War Warhammer as well. Um, there's a lot of cool Warhammer games that you can still play to keep within the universe without having to be physically connected by Age of Sigma tabletop. Um so that's definitely, and, and, and Kenny said as well, he had a great time with you. So uh, all hugs, all quarantine hugs. He virtually. beat the crap out of me, but yeah, it was a great time. But you know, again, going back to what Sean said about technology, you know, we've got other ways of connecting. We've got these video games, whether it's Warhammer or not Warhammer. Um, I, I've noticed heaps of my American friends, um, the Adepticon crew, they've been playing this game. I think you've been playing it as well, Animal Crossing. Um so I, I imagine animals walking across a like a, a street crossing so, so cars don't run them over. But 
but like there are other games that we can stay connected you know pokemon and i don't know you cool kids with your your games um vermintide is another game but long story short i've seen a whole bunch of things on on twitter and in these groups that have said you know add me to my steam id here is my pokemon logon or you know add me as a friend on animal crossing and we can play together and stay connected without having to be physically together yeah it's it's a weird time in the world but it's we're getting around it don't yeah. cross don't ask me any more questions about animal crossing or anything but like that's I've, I've hit my level i've hit my peak between that witcher guy and animal crossing and pokemon like this is the behavioral stretch that i love I'm, i love I'm, how I'm you hitting. still call him the witcher guy even though someone told you his name five times henry yeah good henry henry like we're bfs i'm gonna add him on linkedin where we're like yeah follow him on twitter i'd be like i am the coach of warhammer i mean i him on linkedin professional uh, but there's a lot of cool games, man. There's a lot of cool games. And um, I think, again, what's really cool is that we have this uh, this digital and uh, global community. So you can tap yeah. into that. And we all have a common love of Warhammer. And if you're a Pokemon player and I'm a Pokemon player, we now have Warhammer and Pokemon together. So, you know, we've yeah. got something to build a relationship off. Exactly. I, yeah. Yeah. Um... But yeah, but that was like the one thing that got me, helped me out um, with getting out of that burnout. I've been told I have to grudge the Witcher guy at CanCon. Uh, I think he's a 40k player. Call him the name that he is. Superman. Oh. Oh. All right, chill out. Henry, sorry, Henry. Let's call him Cavill. Anyways. um, Right, Cav. Um, But we talked about community. We've talked about the importance of community, staying connected with our communities. We've talked about things like video games that can help us stay connected, whether it's Warhammer or not Warhammer. Um, what else has helped you with your hobby burn? Um, this awesome project that I worked on last week, which I sent you photos of, and it's the most exciting thing I've done, which was a new display cabinet and LED lights so I can actually display my army properly. So I spent some time... I, my room's a mess. Like my room has been a mess because all I've done is I've been working full-time and studying full-time and trying to manage a girlfriend at the same time, like trying to like go in and out and be social at the same time during this crazy time. And I had to sort out my room and half my room is legitimately like, it was like my floor was covered with like Warhammer cases and everything. It was a freaking mess. Um, like I literally had my Cancun army like on the floor being like, yep, there it is. And then I decided like, cool, I'm actually need to like clean this up and fix it. Um, and like, I kid you not, I think it, I went, did two Ikea trips, bought some LED lights and got it all like fixed. So if anyone wants to see it, it's on Twitter, um, at Shadowhammer underscore. Um, I, that kid you not, that got me like doing it and i remember sending you photos being me like showing you how proud i am of it yeah um because it like seeing my army on display right now and having it all lit up and everything has made me gone like cool um i really want to get more stuff done like i really want to fill out um like like because i got the two shelves currently empty and I know that some of the OBRs like broken or like needs being fixing. So seeing that has gotten me like made me want to like fix it and get it all done. So yeah, 
So, it's, so. It, it's funny you say that as well because anyone with an observant eye on YouTube or Facebook would recognize that my background's different as well. Um, so I, I actually spent some time reorganizing my studio, which funnily enough, my wife's now taken over uh, because she's now working from home as well. So she's got her little flowers here uh, that I bought because I'm a good husband. Um, yep. I'd rearranged and I bought myself a, a new monitor. I've gone out and bought some new cabinets. I've rearranged some things, you know, cleaned up some hobby space and things that I wouldn't have done normally or it would have taken me a long time because I'm painting for a tournament. I'm, I'm practicing. I'm, I'm going out there playing games. Um, I'm using this opportunity to kind of restructure my hobby space. Um, yeah. I, I bought myself a, a second paint rack so I can now uh, not have all my paints in a pile. I've gone out and thrown out a bunch of stuff, whether it's old sprues, whether it's stuff that I just haven't used, or um, I'm using the buy and sells as well to potentially sell some things. Um, yeah. Just trying to get like life maintenance out of the way. Yeah. Um, like another thing I've done. So my desk space, like I, my room is medium size. Like I have my bed and maybe like wardrobe and stuff, but my desk is quite small. Um, like it's very thin, so I actually don't actually have a lot of room. Like, can you not? All I have, like, I have my laptop here where you guys are looking at. I have my monitor here, and then I have keyboard and stuff. But I don't actually have any like proper hobby room, and like my PlayStation's taking up heaps of my space. So like one of the other things I've been doing is getting my desk cleared out. So I've been moving stuff. Like, got another display cabinet, like a TV thing, so I can put stuff there that I don't use often. Just so now I can make space, so I can have like a hobby section and like a workstation, so I can like go in and out um so yeah so it's just been like life maintenance stuff to be able to like clean it out so i can be like cool i have room to hobby if that makes sense like i can yeah. like because like makes right fun. now if i look at my desk right now i'll be like i do not want to put a paintbrush anywhere near this like I, it's too messy you'll get like really cluttered and like i'll be back to what i had issues with at cancon where like i had back issues so i want to get it cleared up so i can be like comfortable relax and be able to do it this kind of also ties in nicely what New Junk City said, where he said um, that, you know, now they've kind of hit a milestone with the army, um, you can paint palette cleansers, you know, now that things have shut down. So if you've always been painting witch elves, you know, this is a nice little palette cleanser to, um, to paint some 40K. I know I was talking to Clint about um, he was, you know, painting some 40K. I'd love to paint a Primaris Marine. Um, I, don't, I have no interest in collecting 40K, but, you know, painting something a little bit different. Um, I've mentioned, you know, Blood Bowl. I've got an ogre coming pretty soon that I'm going to yeah. start painting. Um, you know, some palette cleansers that, you know, the endless spells are palette cleansers. They're something that's kind of different. They're simple. They're easy. I can play with some different colors and some techniques, and they're not directly tied to my army. So um, so that's, that's a really good call out. And I'll call out another thing that Sean has said, which I think is a really good call. And he was talking about the importance of getting out of your hobby space and making sure that it's also, you know, getting some form of exercise, whether it's going for walks. Um, I bought an exercise bike so I can work out at home um, now, especially because we're kind of going into the winter months. But I've also outside got um, some weights, some weights so I can do some um, some basic weight training and a skipping yep. rope as well so I can start doing some, again, some physical training that now that I, I can't go to the gym because um, it's closed. Yeah. But it's also getting outside and taking, you know, frequent breaks and, and, and getting some sun or, you know, walking up the road a couple of times just to stay physically active. Otherwise, you're just in home 24-7 kind of going insane. Like I, for my thing, and I know this is like for other people as well, like 
if, when you go insane inside, like if you're like hobbying heaps, like for anyone who's like not going through a burnout but might be going through a burnout, when I was feeling the burnout before CanCon, kidding not, when I was like in pain with my back and stuff, I kidding not, I literally, I remember I had my girlfriend here and she was watching me pain and I just like got up, walked out and I just went for a walk for like an hour. Like I just went to walk around my neighborhood for an hour and it was like 11 o'clock at night. I just went out for a walk and I just needed like that fresh air because I knew I was going crazy. I was like, this is going to do my head in. And you know, when I came back after that one hour walk of fresh air and like stretching my back and everything, I was energized enough to keep going. If that makes sense? Like I, it's it makes not- perfect sense. Anyone, anyone who goes to the gym would know that sometimes you're having a rubbish day and you're like, I'm not going to go to the gym. And then you convince yourself for five, look, I'm going to go to the gym for five minutes. I'm just going to do five minutes or I'm going to do one exercise. And you never just stay at the gym for one exercise. You know, you're physically, you get the kind of the endorphins going yeah. that gets you to feel and change different. And, you know, and Horace as well talked about, you know, kick bag and punching bag. I've got a boxing bag as well. And if you've got something like that, you know, that, you know, find, find you, right? Like I've got a yoga mat for my wife. You know, there's a whole bunch of things that you guys can do to, to be physically active. Um, hell, there was a, a Twitter challenge recently that I got tagged in that was like doing 10 push-ups. Um, and then was what it, happened? Was it like 10 push-ups and then Chuck had to do like 10 of them? So what happened was I think it was Chuck Moore and uh, Mr. Mephisto started some random challenge that uh, happened when I was asleep. And I, then somehow I got tagged. I think I might have commented like, yeah, good work, 10 push-ups. And I got tagged. And then what happened is I, I did 10 push-ups and then, you know, you're meant to tag two other people. And then all of a sudden Vince Venturella's smashing like 25 or 50 push-ups. Yeah. And then it became this like people are doing push-ups with their kid or their wife on their shoulders and like lifting their dogs and some crazy stuff, but um, and I, I know Fraser as well from the New Zealand. Uh, he's been doing like I think ten or twenty push-ups every twenty-five push-ups for for twenty-five days. Um, yeah. So that's that, that 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 social element as well as the physical element as well, because we're all kind of like pushing each other. Yeah, exactly. It, I remember seeing that it was just like it, it was weird. I was like, "What does Twitter turn into? Like a fitness workout?" But it was organic. It was just it was just a way for us to connect. Whether it's um, and I, and I, say, I know I know some friends um, you know, who who are a part of like those F forty five gyms. They do like uh, body training via Zoom. Um, yeah. So if you've got a friend and you want to work out together or maybe do um, some yoga or whatever, you can use your technology to keep yourself either using like the Chris Hemsworth. Um, or whatever, whatever, whatever fitness guru you you subscribe to um, to do some workouts at home, uh, or to still to again, if you're someone who likes to be connected with you know your community, maybe exercise together. Yeah, it all yeah. that kind of stuff does help. And some people find that brotherhood and sisterhood with their with their gym rats, with their with their uh, their running buddies, uh, with the people who like to do boot camps together. So. Um, Find, finding that community, whatever that looks like. Uh, it's surprising how many uh, fitness people are sitting in our Warhammer community. Yeah. Um, like Hayden and Hayden, Hayden Walker and, and Chuck Moore are two of those many examples who are leading that fitness charge. And, you know, if you want to look, learn more, Strength Hammer uh, has a whole bunch of, like, workouts at home. So And I think they're free. So check that out. Yeah, I need to get that all started as well when I have 
the time. <laughs> you can like um, you can do you can do weight. You can do like you know exercises on your chair, and you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do without actually being at the gym. But I think we kind of hit this nail on the head, which is doing physical exercise and getting outside, not being stuck in the house twenty four seven. And yes, DDP yoga, Diamond Dallas Page yoga is awesome. Yeah, like another thing that I'm trying to think about also helps me out is a kitty knot, just buying one thing. Like I think the only purchase I've made so far was Catacross. And if I didn't make that purchase, I don't think I would be driven enough to build him right now. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Like, makes perfect sense. Like just like you don't have to buy a whole army. Like I'm about to when the stores are open again. But um, being able to buy something where you go, cool, I really want to get this done when I got the time. So like, yeah, as I said, I'm looking at him right now being like, I really want to get him done. Like, we can now. take it slow, right? Like if you want to, if you've always wanted to build Nagash or, you know, you've always wanted an Archeon or you're an Alarial or some type of big centerpiece model, this is the time to do it. Yeah. Um, if you've always wanted to convert and kitbash your own thing, whether you've ever wanted to write a story about your army and where it comes from and the heroes and the lore, this is the time you can do it. Um, yeah. Exactly. It's like, as I said, like when it comes to people who want to travel and stuff, like this is like the time, if you want to do like a big trip, this is like the time to save up and then do that big trip um, or like anything like that. It's just it, as much as the world is crappy at the moment, there's always a way to like get it done. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. No, Mar I mean, uh, Marek Wolf's mentioned, you know, that, you know, this is a time to do some crazy conversions. Like, um, so with like my Cities of Sigma, I um, I used my Celestin Prime's Hurricanum, I'm sorry, the, the, the swirl on the Hurricanum. So now yeah. I've got this Prime that I, I don't have a swirl for, but I'm like, what does this look like? And I'm kind of playing around with, you know, little conversions. And obviously this is not the model. Like I, yeah. I just chucked it on top, but I'm like, how do I use this and what can I do? And you know, there's some pretty, been some pretty crazy conversions and kit bashings as well. And it feels like we're going to come out of this with some pretty crazy armies, whether they're well-painted, whether they're different and unique, um, whether they're kit bashed. I think the level of hobby potential is going to be the greatest that we've ever seen because we don't have the rush. Yeah. Like, I reckon, like, I have, I remember sending you photos of my original idea for a cauldron. Uh, I don't even remember when I put it on the Leviathan. Do you remember that time? Uh, yes. Yep. So one of my things I want to do is get that done, like actually get it done and be like, I have done this and I'm super like, I love, like as most people may know me from, from following me on Twitter, I love doing big centerpiece models. Um, like my Arcan, even though I didn't do any conversions of him, but I was super proud of how I painted him. Um, like that's one of the things I always enjoy doing. Um, so I, yeah, one of the things I'm going to do is get that done and then also do a Bloodwreck Shrine with a Carnosaur riding it. So, yeah, like I've already started it. Like it's one of the things where I started it, but I just never got it done. So like those kind of projects is the thing that I want to do with the Doors of Cain army. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, it's an exciting time, whether it's, you clearing your backlog like I'm doing. I'm I'm holding out until the gargans come out. 
So I'm trying to kind of, I'm going to buy Blood Bowl um, and I've gone out and I've supported Forge World and I've bought myself a $100 voucher or $200 voucher to get the extra credit. But I want to go buy the star players. I want to go buy the cheerleaders. I want to go buy um, the the human upgrade kit. There's like an additional four different posed humans. Um, so like that's going to be my reward coming out of this. But in the yeah. meantime, I have about 60 flesh eater court ghouls that I always wanted to paint like white walkers, like the icy blue. Um, I've got the flagellants that I've talked about. Um, I've got about 80 brimstone horrors that still need to be completed. I've got that Lord of Change. I've got so many things that are sitting here. I've gone out and bought all the stuff that I want to uh, use for my CanCon display board. So I'm starting to plan my CanCon display board. Yeah. So I've got all this time. Um, Just letting everyone know, yes, Magro has already thought about his display board for 2021. Like, I've de I've designed it. I've got a I've got a crack idea. I think the question is going to be, will Gargans derail my crack idea? Um, I came third, but if you're not if you're not first, you're last. So I'm going for number one, uh, and I'm going to prepare if Blake Kerr was going to be there as well. But yeah. this is the opportunity to build that display board. I had a really great chat uh, about a month ago with Martin Orlando. We talked about presenting and building out a display board. This is the time to learn how to cut foam, to manipulate poor resin, um, you know, build out that two by two for Armies on Parade, which is going to be hopefully in that October, September, October period. Um, this is the time to do it, to, to, to prepare potentially for the ever chosen painting competition, to put the time in for like a golden demon entry for next year. So... I guess that's where I'm thinking about what can I do with this time without putting too much pressure on myself because I still need to like mentally and physically be on point, but at the same time not put too, not put too much pressure on myself. Yeah, like I like I haven't thought about CanCon 2021 yet. I think what's going to happen to me for that one is just going to be like, what have I got done this year? Um, cause the other thing as well is like ETC 2021, like I'll be practicing armies for that. Um, but yeah, like it's just one of those things where like those big events now that we're waiting for, for next year are just going to be next level. Like well, I'm thinking about KenCon because, um, I'm still preparing for Sydney GT, which is scheduled for October. Um, and I've been 3d printing the hell out of additional terrain. So uh, I know that my life is going to get busy leading into October, so I want to do some work now so that I'm ready to capitalise and maximise um, for CanCon. I, I, I do want to have a great display, and I'd like to challenge for first. Um, so this is the time to do it, at least to prepare and start the process. Process, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, as Horace said, uh, this Briz Hammer, which I don't know if there's a date yet or anything. Like, I know I want to go to that. So that, that's the other thing as well, like, even I don't know when that event is, I do want to get daughters done for it. So when I go there, it's like a new fresh army. Yeah. Um, which is helping me push through through the burnout. Interesting question from Zach that's come up that I'll call out now. Is that um, you know, and I felt this in the community with the Warhammer re reveals. Um I so the question doesn't allude to an army, but I can almost guarantee you I know the army we're talking about. So the question is, how would you stay motivated in the Warhammer hobby in particular if a certain release and preview that disappointed you put a sour taste in your mouth for everything else Warhammer related? Now, the underlying tone here is it may be a set of elves that worship a cow god. Um, 
I'm being blunt. We're talking about the Lumineth. The Lumineth aren't my army, never were going to be my army, so I will reserve my judgment. Um, Gargans were always the thing that stole my heart. I'm not an elf kind of player. But what are your thoughts on this? You know, we are releasing new models. There are some people that are coming out of the old world who have been waiting for this release, whether it's going to be um, the disappointment that Tomb Kings players might have had with the uh, the Ossiarch Bone Reapers, maybe the high elf players or the traditional elf players looking at the Lumineth. What are your thoughts on, I don't want to rubbish Lumineth. Um, I think they're a great sculpt, but I know that some of the looks have disappointed some people. Okay. Uh, Zach, I'm going to be real with you. I once was very disappointed about a very particular army that I invested a lot of money in. It's not a new army, but it was an army that I invested a lot of time in, and that was my Sylvaneff. Um, I think Anthony remembered when the book got leaked, I was not happy. Like, I think my first reaction was, um, this is trash. I cried. I lost a lot of my things. And then, and yeah, like, I, I was super upset about it. Like, I was, I actually was pretty pissed. Like, I was like, I just put so much money. Like, I bought how many trees to be play competitive Sylvanev? Like, so many. You had 110 dryads. I feel no sympathy for you. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways. No sympathy good. from you with the rubbish that you pulled me having one dryad near your your wildwood and the whole unit gets friggin minus one to hit and then you summon more for free there's no sympathy but that's not the question the question that's is the about question. the disappointment with these reveals because but, for some people they've been really looking forward to this that that's that's their next project they're like that was the thing though like i then finally gave them time i guess like i actually started playing them and then i've worked out a list that i liked like i picked the models like i've always liked colonel hunters and I spammed the crap out of them. I ran 18 of them. But, like, when it comes to being motivated with an army that you're not happy with, or, like, if that was, like, the thing that you were saving up for to ready to drop money in, like, that's probably, like, as what I would do is, like, if there was models there that you do like, like, just say, like, there's a hero or anything there that you liked, grab that hero, see if it sparks your imagination. One thing that I always like doing is converting. Like, I freaking, like, if there was... A style that you like, like an army that has already been made that you like. There's always ways where you can make it, um, like your own in a way. Like I've, I'm sure with the high elves, if you want it to be more like dark elf aesthetic, you can just like switch some parts over, do something, do something different where it's like the army that you wanted. Well, I think like, most people are disappointed by the heads. I think they they think the heads like look like basketball heads and or like a basketball hoop. And my response would be to go find some old high off heads or go find a third-party manufacturer that has heads that you like. Yeah. Um, if you don't like the big, big cow ball, don't take it. Don't take um, it. If you, if you don't like tech, uh, you know, I had this conversation with a few people uh, a few weeks ago, but if you don't like the head of that uh, techless beast, um, go find a different head. Go put a free guild uh, griffin head on it. Go find something that was more aesthetically pleasing to you. Uh, but I do appreciate and recognize your disappointment uh, if your expectations were that this was the new high elves. Um, but that's probably another point there as well is that um, they were never going to be the new high elves, just like the Ossiak Bone Reapers were never going to be the Tomb Kings reimagined. Like, like I knew for a fact, like I, I was super excited about a few of my OBR models. Like I was super excited for some of the models that were coming out. Um, and some of the rules aren't as great. And I'm a competitive player and it kind of bumped me out a bit. I was like, this is not what I wanted. Um, but I picked the things that I liked. Like, and I did the same with um, my 
flesh eaters. Like there's, it's always happens where like you find an army that you like, there might be some models that you do like, and there's some parts that of, of them that you don't like and you switch them out. Like I didn't like sisters of slaughterheads. Like I really don't like them. So I just swapped them to be witch elf heads. And I just made sure that when I paint them, I can tell the difference of what's a witch elf and what's a sister of slaughter. Like there's always a ways around it. Yeah. And if in the, the day they're not for you, then move along, go find something else. Um, I obviously want you to stay in the hobby, but um, you know, there's no point forcing yourself um, to, 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 unless you can find something you really enjoy. Uh, but back on the topic, Liam, is there anything else? Um, like what else, what else kind of kept your, your juices flowing? I know for me, um, painting models and, and, and just doing, doing something every day. Um, even if I wasn't able to allocate half an hour or an hour or a couple of hours a day, just being able to, you know, to put a lick of paint, 10 minutes, half an hour into my hobby. And over time I'm, I'm completing tasks. And yeah. if I'm not feeling into it, don't force myself to do it. Um, find something that I enjoy. It might just be, you know, building a model, cleaning a mold line. Uh, it might be just uh, building or painting. You know, I love the Games Workshop gold, Liberator gold. Painting Liberator gold and then putting some Rico and Flesh Shade. Um, that's something I enjoy. And like forget the rest, just do what I enjoy the most. And then slowly you kind of build that excitement. Yeah. Like I, like what I've been doing is just like, as I said, like doing a little bit of tasks to make me motivated. But like when it comes to actual hobby, like one of my things that I will be doing is like, if I don't have time, like if I have like stuff for uni and stuff, what I would be doing is grabbing my doors of cane, um, grab a sprue, build a couple. Like I'll literally be like, cool, I'm just going to build five out of the 10. And then put them aside and then go on and do real life stuff or do my real life stuff, then build five and then go to sleep. Like there's, as you said, little tasks can help out so much. Like I, like it's, it's one of those things where, um, sorry, these comments have been made. I was like, what's going on? The comments are um, gold. The comments are gold. But, um, yeah, like, and the other thing as well is that I've been that helps me motivate is putting on something that you enjoy watching as well. If that makes sense, like I like Netflix is killing it at the moment with the amount of stuff they've been putting on. There's Disney Plus now, so like, um, to give you a cool idea of some cool motivation, Ashby Kewen tried to finish a whole Lord of the Rings project that he set aside, and he wanted it to be finished by by him finishing watching Return of the King. That's a cool challenge. So he was like, cool, I have these four models and I want them done by the time this movie's finished. And it was like two Gandalfs and like, I don't know, the half The Gr- Grimly, yeah, it was a couple of really cool models. Yeah, it. he was just like, he wanted them done. Like he says, like, this is my goal. He didn't get it done, but it did motivate him to keep going. And he didn't get that burnout. Like he, this guy, if anyone doesn't know who Ash McEwen is, Ash McEwen, like he's, Warhammer's very heavily involved around him because he, uh, yeah is heavily involved in it and he is not burnt out. Like I've never had him ever complain saying like, I'm not keen on hobbying because he always finds a way to like keep going. Like he watches Twitch streams. He watches, um, he reads audiobook, like listens to audiobooks and stuff. Like he's very <laughs> like, he has things that like, keep him motivated, but he's it's in not. The blood. It's in the blood. And, yeah. and that's, that's a really good call out as well. We've had a couple of preview seminars that have happened and 
they've you know the, the likes of wade and the, the you know the crew like ben bailey they've all been doing the previews live on twitch so getting involved in the comment section of the twitch chat um has been really cool you know there's been a i've been up at midnight yeah. kind of watching the live reveals of the daughters of cain the 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 gargans the lumineth uh looking at some of the new stuff that's coming out for 40k and the other games um and it's been awesome kind of getting involved in the chat and you know you mentioned the audio dramas they had uh the soul wars book for a dollar or a dollar fifty um yeah. 99p um like go buy them you know that's that's a way to for you to learn about the law to get a different kind of view of age of sigma and you might find new inspiration you might find inspiration to find that death army or you might find something in soul wars that wants you to explore that mortal realm um there's a lot of stuff that you can do i can you not i when as many people may have been listening from us before i watch heaps of anime like i don't know if anyone can see this but i have heaps of pokemon um also magro last week learned the word weeb like that's not last week <laughs> mr mephisto is a weeb like, I'm so like people can see like here. so like what i do when i hobby is i put on a series that i've watched before like it's like something that i've watched before like heaps of times it could be an old one and i just watch it while i hobby and that keeps me going like i just watch it and also i use it as a timer like i know that every episode goes for 23 minutes so every time when I go through an episode, I'm like, cool, it's been 23 minutes. Okay, cool, it's been 23 minutes. Like, I'm keeping myself track of how fast I'm going through the project. Like, you don't actually have, like, a stopwatch on you. You just have that there to, like, keep you, like, track kind of thing. So that's another thing. It's just, like, find something that you enjoyed watching before, like a movie or anything, and you will, honestly, like, it helps out a lot. And, you know, Wes has made a really good comment as well. You know, the Go Trek book is just incredible. Um, that was a really great book. You know, there's, there's uh, if you have children, um, there are children's books, both for 40K and Age of Sigma. Um, they've put out different things like little colouring in exercises, whether it's from Warhammer community or a community member by the name of Scruvo, John Scruvo, has been putting out little colouring in exercises based around Warhammer Age of Sigma and 40K. So, there are other little different ways. And there was a Carriage and Overlords little game that uh, Warhammer community put out the other week. But there's a lot of different lore, whether you are a visual and auditory learner. So checking out the likes of 2 Plus Tough Doug or going on to a, a, a Warhammer audio book. Uh, whether you are a reader, this might be a great time to revisit things like the End Times or one of the different various uh, Age of Sigma books, you know, um, there's there's so many great ones. I know I know the Gloomspite gets one is one that I want. I, I need to pick up. What are you What are you doing? Horace Horace's comment. Best thing ever. Honestly, oh, awesome. it? Uh, I just discovered Neon Genesis event. Yeah, I, I used to watch that as a kid as well. Um, but yeah, so like this is the thing. Like you get to like this as we said before. Technology use it. Like you don't have to use technology just to socialize. You can use it for entertainment. Um, and it's just one of those things where like. Like even music, like I like you just have to have something going. Like you don't want to do your hobby in like complete quietness. Like we talked about this before in his episodes, where you got to keep it like interesting and stuff. Like one thing I actually uh, about to start doing, and I know some people probably don't have this like luxury, but like I'm actually getting my girlfriend to paint with me, kind of thing to help me through the burnout because she's really keen on it. Probably knowing my luck, she's probably going to be part of CanCon 2021. 
She probably um, beat you as well. She probably beat you in the rankings. Yeah, I just hope she doesn't join us for Saturday night shenanigans. But um, yeah, so like it's just one of those things where like like being able to like get someone to hobby with you, even if it's like through Zoom. Like as we talked before, like there's gaming groups who are doing Zooming, so you have friends who usually like goes to the store with and paint with. Just hit up with them on Zoom and do a video chat and just talk to them about them all and stuff. And it honestly, like it really does help. Like. I've seen a few people get their partners in, and I think naturally, you know, in this environment where we lock down a little bit, you know, they're seeing, they're seeing us enjoying ourselves and they're painting and they're sick of scrolling Facebook or playing words with friends or whatever uh, your partner might be doing, and they might show an interest in painting a model or learning what you do. So um, I've seen a few people um, do battle reports with their partners or just to play a different game, whether it might be reliving um, something like uh, Warhammer Quest, whether it's like Silver Towers, whether it's going to be playing something simple or, you know, playing something a bit more complicated. You might want to throw your partner into a 2,000-point a match play game, but, you know, getting them involved and keeping them active uh, might be a great, great way to introduce them into the hobby, but also um, to keep yourself entertained as well. Yeah, like it's just having them like yeah i've just been very lucky with mine like you've met her she's very interested in the hobby um and yeah she's just like keen to do it so like that there's gonna be helping me out like getting her to be able to build and paint a model and then like doing one with her will just keep me like motivated throughout the burnout or like to maybe get me out of this burnout so yeah I know for me, like I like I see Andrew Bigwood's talked about, you know, the Doctor Who audio dramas have kind of kept him entertained. I know for me, what keeps me entertained is like Viking metal, like a monomath. That's just like absolutely high paced Viking metal that just kind of just keeps that tempo up. And I'm just like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to paint or I'm going to be raided by uh, a rival clan and, you know, killed. So I better paint this model. Um, but whatever works for you. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just so you know, by the way, uh, I've got Tabletop Simulator. <laughs> what, just then? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It is really good. It is. I've enjoyed my experience so far. It was actually really easy to, to, to play. And if this does go for six to 12 months, I'd rather learn now and start to practice because um, people, people are having fun. Uh, they've been streaming in various places, and it's a nice way to, to play a game with someone across the world that you would never normally play against. Um, yeah. You know, you were going to ETC once in a once in a year kind of event um, that you could play someone in Germany, in France, to, uh, you know, the international language of Warhammer. Um, yeah, I I just need to practice. Like, as you know, I love smashing out games. Like, I think like that's the big part with me is like once I get an army built, like even if it's not painted, I still somehow play so many games. Um, so for me, it's just very much like. Like that's that's the part for me where like I think the big part for me with my burnout was my bad experience with some of the games at CanCon. Like if I had six great games, win or loss, I would have probably not go through this burnout as much. Um, but the fact that like my my experience was, yeah, that's couple a couple of other hints that you know. Um, so I asked the Discord a little bit before this, and I said, you know, what's some what's some advice or what's some hints that you would uh, you would share you know, for hobby burnout. So if I look at Steppador has talked about, um, you know, fi- finding some of those projects that you might have had as lower priorities, you know, some things that look like fun, whether it's going to be 
the squeak herd model, whether it's, you know, the mask of Slanesh, you know, you can either play around with them and paint them up or potentially look for opportunities for kit bashing. Um, again, yeah. go, go, go dig out uh, your bits box and go create some amazing pieces. I saw a piece the other day, I think it was today actually, where I saw someone convert like a 40K troll. So it was a trogoth with like the mechanical body. So it had like oh, robot cool. legs and it was all like very 40K-esque. But have some fun with it. Um, you know, do do you. Um, explore something that you might never uh, explore before. Um, yeah. What else? I know I know. Rocco, for example, has been teaching a whole bunch of people tabletop sim, or I know a few people have been teaching Blood Bowl, uh, you know, teaching different things. The, the, list, the list building as well has been, um, again, giving back to the community has been really helpful. Um, I know Tim Barclay, the, uh, the Aussie Wargamer, has mentioned things like, you know, setting goals, um, you know, seeking feedback from others so you're always learning, um, working on different things like terrain, you know, break, yeah. break it up and work on things like terrain, whether it's painting terrain, whether it's building your own terrain from, say, um, compressed foam or... Um, I'll get someone to 3D print it for you. No, nah, he's, he's, he's got a tournament to organise. Um, you know, things like, you know, you mentioned earlier about um, 40... Uh, 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 Lord of the Rings. You know, Pascal said to me, you know, he, he's really enjoyed exploring things like 40K and Middle-earth. You know, taking those little breaks and, and trying something different and then refreshing the palette. I'm not going to lie. Even though we are an Age of Sigma show, me and Ash, I've been thinking about doing like a little Force of 40K just so we can like break it up. And there's like one army that speaks to me louder than anything else, and that is Drakari because it's legitimately just emo, emo elves. I would have expected you to be a Harlequins person, personally. I don't know how that makes me feel, but yeah, um, that as well. <laughs> but um, but like no, but like it's just been one of those things where like looking at like, and that's another thing that's been helping out with the burnout. It's been looking at other games. Like I've been looking at 40k. I looked at um Warcry. I looked at Warcry again. I was like, what can I get at Warcry? Um, and the annoying part is, is I can't buy any of it, is because um of the stores closed. But I do have a very large shopping list. Well, I hope I hope Clint doesn't mind if I share this, but one of the Clint's projects right now is he is building out a sixth edition Warhammer Fantasy army. So he's old undead, or as the old vampire counts. Yeah. And he's going buying old models that he would have had as a childhood and repainting uh, a fifteen hundred, two thousand point, one thousand point army with only models from that era. So he's hunting them down through buy and sells and, and eBay. And applying the new techniques and the schemes that he he learns today to create a better army that he would have had as a kid, which I think as a passion project, that's exceptional. It's something that again, without this environment, you would have never thought of that and you never would have done. That's pretty cool. Especially, excellent. especially since he sold his whole death army. Um, that's pretty bowler. Like I guess pretty and cool. up for the uh, the old world wars that you know um, have been talked about, or if nothing more, it's gonna look great on his hobby space. That uh, he has old art, old kits like the old vampires, like yeah. the old bat swarms, the old, like the old, the, old, the old metal ghouls. Like that's a cool project. And his paint, his paint is obviously you know transformed over ten to fifteen years since he was a kid. Yeah, like I, I can you know, like as I'm looking right now with my armies, I'm looking at my Feck army and my OBR army, and in the space of a year, I can already see my painting improving. So like if I went back to that Feck army, which I'm not going to do that for the third time. But I could definitely tell, but it would be a way different look. Um, 
So, yeah. I know, and I know, I know other people as well found real benefit in, you know, I usually paint in batches of like, you know, 10 to 20 on average. Like I'll paint 20 models at a time. Yeah. Um, I'm a horde player, so I play a lot of hordes. So I, surprise, a horde player plays a lot of hordes. But I paint a lot of hordes in that style. So I'll do batches of 20 to batches of 30. Yeah. But some people have said to me, pardon? You do heaps of elves. I know. Anyway, Liam, that, you know, people have found real benefits um, slobbing that and, and bringing it back to units of five or units of 10, or units yeah. of one, just painting singular models again without the rush. Um, they can put more time, love, and focus. And I got to say, I enjoy painting heroes more than units then paint all your heroes. If you're struggling right now and you're like, oh, go buy a bunch of heroes. Um, yeah. If like, you've got like the old um, Warhammer quest, it's a whole bunch of heroes in that. Go yeah, buy other ones. Like that's why I'm excited to do Catacross. That's why I'm excited to do that conversion of a shrine. Like that's why I'm excited to do like all this stuff is because they're heroes and they're centerpiece models. Like Catacross is a huge centerpiece model. But um, yeah, like it's, it's all that kind of stuff that just is keeping me sane. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of different things to consider um, when it comes to our, again, our, our mental health. It's a, it's a challenging time and it's important not to put too much pressure. I think talking to some people, you know, this, this is a hobby. This is yeah. ultimately a hobby. It's not a profession. This is meant to, to spark joy. Um, yeah. Like that. I yeah, bring exactly. I bring spark I bring spark joy but I don't know who, I don't know the Witcher but the point is is that this should bring fun and yeah. uh, without these tournament deadlines without things that you're forcing you to do something that you know you've got to do take advantage go find your thing go find your jam and and share it I think sharing is probably the last piece that I would I would advise is that nothing has been more motivating is when I share a, a hobby progress photo or something that I've completed and put it on Instagram, put it on Facebook, put it on Twitter, put it wherever I want to put it on my social group and getting feedback and people saying, hey, I love that scheme. I like what you did. Well done. That looks great. You know, that that's just so rewarding. And, yeah. um, and you know, people are, people are generally pretty kind. Um doesn't not just because you know I'm on YouTube, but people are generally kind in the hobby. So um, put put yourself out there, um, and that will keep the, the the hobby juices flowing. You're getting like, that kind of like that positive reinforcement. Like even when I haven't even painted something, I would like write a list and send it out to people, and just getting people's feedback, good or bad, it was like it was good. I was like sick. This is getting me excited. Like not thinking about other things and stuff. Like, yeah, the, the biggest debate was, like, Shadow Warriors against Heart Renders, but, like, that kind of thing just got me back into, like, the mojo of, like, what am I looking for when I'm writing, like, a list, which was, like, my favourite part of the hobby. It was, like, list building and building armies. So, yeah. Which, for me, funnily enough, my favourite part of the hobby is building. Um, yeah. I really enjoy the building component, and I've got a whole bunch of sprues that I haven't built, and that's why that's one of the first things I did was build my Lord of Change. I haven't painted it, haven't really, primed it, but I really like it. Smell. You really like the smell of plastic glue. Mm, I, just enjoy, I, I find it relaxing. Um, yeah. I enjoy scraping mold lines. I would be happily be a commission builder. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I just really enjoy the process and, um, and kit bashing obviously is a lot of fun as well, but spending time doing what you, what you enjoy and chipping away, making small pieces of progress. You'll be surprised if you just do a little bit of progress every day, every week, yeah. you'll look back at this time and realize how far you've come by doing small little progress steps and then doing things like hobby hangouts on Skype, on zoom, on YouTube, whatever, um, keeps you motivated along the way. Yeah, exactly. I really just now, every time now, like I'm looking at this cabinet, I'm just like, I really just want to do hobby now. It's been good. Like I kid you not, these led lights have literally, I mean, like sparks my joy. There you go. There you go. Right. Go buy, go buy some led lights and, and, and show off your stuff. Yeah. Like if anyone needs help with like led lights or picking the right ones, just hit me up on Twitter. I'm more than happy to talk led lights. They're so much fun. But um, yeah, it's just like, even like, as we said, life admin, like honestly, if you're really feeling the burnout, just clear out your hobby space and find you. I bet you like when I cleared out my hobby space about six months ago, I found so much shit that I completely forgot I had. Like I've realized I had, I had like about a thousand points of deepkin, which I thought I sold, but apparently I didn't like you just clear things out and you just start realizing like there's cool things that you can do. So, yeah. Yeah. I found some third edition cheerleaders uh, from my old blood bowl and then the old Morgan Thorg. So uh, it's surprising what you've, I found the old goblin green paints as well. Um, I've organized all my paints by colors on a rack. I've put, I've cleaned out all my paint brushes. I got like the masters cleaning and, and, and just, just did little things that um, are setting me up for success. Yeah. Which is a good start. Any final, I feel like we're kind of wrapping up here. Is there any final comments or thoughts about hobby burnout that you want to make before we kind of close out? Um, if your hobby burnout is due to mental health, um, we do have a mental health episode that we did in November, December, it was just before Christmas, December. I uh, have a listen to that. Cause we also give you a guy, like we talked about like how to kind of like help you out with all that kind of stuff. And generally it's kind of similar lines to what we talked about, but there's like other things like who to go to and everything as well. So, like, especially during these tough times of isolation stuff, everyone probably isn't mentally okay. Um, I myself gone through it uh recently but i've been getting back up um which has been good and yeah like honestly have a listen to that episode um we talk about a whole bunch of stuff that could probably help you out so yeah that's another thing when it comes to hobby burnout it's not probably just from you doing the hobby too much or it might not be work it might be mental health kind of thing so yeah that's just one thing i would like to add yeah look there's a lot going on um there's a lot going on you know i've, I've shared with a few people my, one of my biggest pieces of advice is right now is turn off the news. Um, mm. I feel like a lot of people are addicted to the news right now and that is creating a whole bunch of pressure. Now, I'm not saying not to inform yourself. What I am saying is uh, really think about the influences that are happening in your life because you're being influenced and your behaviours are affecting others. So if you're feeling that the mental pressures or the social pressures or you know, you're concerned about your job security because you're seeing the GDP fall or whatever might be happening. Um, it may not be real and it's important just to to step away sometimes so it's not a constant feed on yourself. Yeah. Um, because I, it is taxing and tiring. It really is. When you're looking at the news 24-7, trying to wait for the latest uh, piece of news and you're hearing about death, you're hearing about job loss, you're hearing about things closing, um, and then you've got the, the pressures of social media. Um that's really draining and that sucks. I, I'm going to give some people advice with what's going on right now. 
is when it comes to the news, don't just search it on Google. Just find one source that you trust and just check it every now and then. That's it. Like you don't need to like check it 24 seven, check it once a day being like, cool, what's up? And it's like, it's that one news because like what's going on with the internet at the moment is like, there is like 30 plus articles coming out every so often, like an hour. Of every just minute, every minute, it's just constant, constant, constant. Yeah. But like half of it is literally just there so they can just get ad revenue kind of thing. Cause most of those websites have ads everywhere. That's literally what they're like pumping out these things out. Find that one news person. Like if you like channel seven, channel seven, if you're around the world, go to the one that you like the most and just listen to them like once so often. Like you don't, yeah. like I myself realized that I just, when I search it up, I'm like, oh my God, there's like 30 different articles. So I have to be very specific of which ones I look at kind of thing. And like, I even had a customer come up to me today being like, oh, I heard you guys are closing down. And I'm like, I work here and I have not been told anything. So I love how you know this before I do. And I literally like, I just quickly looked it up and I was like, just saying, so you know, that's not real news. And she was just like, oh, well, I just looked it up. And I was like, I know you did because I just did. And what you read is wrong. And she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, it's, it's just those things where like, not every single news thing is right. So just go to the ones that you trust and like, that's it. Yeah. Learn to disconnect, turn off your social media, you know, take these digital oh. detoxes. Turn off the news. Just, just, um, stay on, just stay on Netflix. Stay on whatever you, it brings you joy. Like yeah. if if playing video games during some downtime is your thing, go for it. Like if you, like what is it? If you enjoy listening to Spotify or like podcasts, just do that. And just, if they bring up what's going on in the world, like listen to that bit, but don't look back at it. Just, yeah. Like it's a pretty crappy time right now, but once this thing's all over and like, six to 18 months or wherever long they're thinking like it's going to be all uphill as i said at the start of the show the you know and my my closing comments is that we're all in this together mm-hmm. um you know i i can't stress enough how important community is um and if you don't have a thriving community try to find one or start one you know the other day i put out a post on one of our facebook groups and i said you know introduce yourself like tell us you know when did you first start warhammer uh, what's your favorite army? You know, what was your first match? Um, you know, what's the next, you know, I, this morning I put out a post asking what's the first thing that you're going to buy when Games Workshop reopens? You know, yeah. you you see the change that you want to see in the world. And if people are feeling down, feel free to step up and, and ask those questions to schedule that hobby hangout, to post up those photos um if you are looking for a community i have got the discord link down below in the show notes but no pressure to join mine go find another one go go hang out with your own group just hang out with people it's physical distancing not social distancing you don't have to socially disconnect from others yeah exactly um and if anyone gets into tabletop simulator hit up stuff in the discord because i'll be freaking place (laughs) but yeah great that's a great shout Tabletop Simulator. Uh, I feel like I should get a commission from this. It is a really good tool. I've been learning a lot. I'm actually going to be super curious of how many downloads they get after this. Uh, I'm pretty sure that they've already got a lot of downloads, to be fair. Um, I don't think. But it's, it's, it is good, and it's going to give you your Age of Sigma um, hit without being able to physically play on the tabletop. Um, yeah. Liam, it was absolutely lovely to have you back. Welcome back. It's been uh, a long time. People have been asking for you to return. They they wondered if I replaced you with Clint uh, since the Herald of, Heralds of War is postponed. And I said, not yet. 
Uh, oh, give give Liam one last chance. It's all right. It's it's okay. Uh, I'm I'm just be like I'm dead. Um, but yeah, no. Nah, it's good to be back. It's good to talk about Warhammer. Freaking miss it. Like, let's do not, this more I, often. Yeah, we'll do heaps more often. Let us know what um we'll talk about more. What we're going to talk about in the next episode. We'll make some things up. Um, and, in yep. the, and, and as always, in the comment section is our Twitter handle. So if you've got an idea for a show, if you want a topic to, to explore, you want to share your hobby progress with us as well. Like I'd love to see, we'd love to see what you're currently working on. So uh, do send them across either on the Coach Facebook page, whether on the Discord, whether it's on Twitter, whatever your your medium of choice is. Uh, yeah. Keep the hobby juices flowing and inspiring everyone. Um, seeing everyone's hobby projects just makes me want to do more, especially all the gargons that are at the moment. Like I'm seeing all these cool gargons and people are doing beards and people are converting gargons. And it's just like, yeah. The board rod one? The, uh, the bone grinder? Yeah. It's some awesome kits. I can't wait to see what people do with the with the Lumineth because I'm seeing the Gargan stuff and it's incredible. People are going to get into these new kits and it's going to be a dream. Oh, yeah. I, As I said, I'm waiting for the Doors of Cain one because they look insane. The Doors of Cain uh, Underworlds look sick, sick as well. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Like, I can't wait. Kid you not. Just can't wait. Kid, kid you not. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this, uh, make sure to subscribe, like, do all that stuff that I meant to say because I'm a YouTuber and, like, whatever, the blah, blah, blah. Uh, thank you to all the Patreons who keep this show uh, going and m making me eat all that expensive pasta and rice now. I would normally make a joke about rice, but it's like a million dollars a kilo. So uh, thank you, everyone. You know who you are. You guys are legends. And, Liam, let's do this again soon. Uh, it was great to have you, and I hope you found this valuable team um, and you found a way to keep those hobby fuel going. If you've talked about something that we haven't discussed and you want to share it, put it in the comments or, or let us know because uh, this is a trying time and lots is going on. So peace out. Until next also, time. Also, Magro, watch The Witcher. <laughs> no. Watch The Witcher. Yes. No. I watched it's it once. Six episodes. It's six episodes. You can do I it. I watched one. There's one too many. I'm going back to I'm going back to um, Joe Exotic. Just watch it, then you can understand right. how awesome it is that he's doing Warhammer. All right, all right, I'll go. all right. Bye. See ya. Yeah. Good tag. <laughs>